This is episode 35 of Everyday Wellness, The Need for Sleep, Part 2. I'm Dr. Kelly Donahue, clinical health psychologist, here with my co-host, Cynthia Thurlow, nurse practitioner and functional nutritionist. We have over 25 years of combined experience in wellness, nutrition, nursing, and psychology. And our goal here is to share easy strategies to help as many people as possible become healthier. You can help us with this goal by leaving us a rating or review on iTunes. The process takes just a few minutes and it allows our podcast to be seen when other listeners search for high quality health and wellness podcasts. We're so grateful that you're here and for taking time to write us a review. Now, let's get started. Welcome to Everyday Wellness. Wellness is the result of the decisions that you make every day. It's your mindset and the thoughts you believe. Wellness is the food you put in your body and the relationship you have with yourself and others. Wellness is your work and meaning. Join us on Everyday Wellness as we explore ways that you can choose wellness today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to part two of our special segment on sleep. If you missed part one, I'll give you the brief recap. So we talked a little bit about why sleep is so important and getting seven to eight hours is optimal. We gave you some behavioral strategies for improving your sleep, strategies that are termed sleep hygiene strategies. And today we're going to talk about the supplemental side and things that you can take or put into your body or on your body to help calm you down and get you ready for sleep. I think this is such an important topic. And, you know, as we have discussed, I mean, sleep is really foundational to our health. So if we're not sleeping, nothing else is going to work well. And I just find as um, we age gracefully, uh, things that we got away with in our 20s and 30s just don't work quite as well in our 40s. So um, Kelly and I are going to kind of run through some of our favorite things that we will use to help support sleep in a very proactive way, but also very gently. Yes, absolutely. So we we all know that you can walk into any drugstore or Target and find lots of different types of sleep aids on the shelf. Um, But I don't think that either of us would endorse using most of those and would opt for some more natural types of approaches first. Absolutely. And, you know, we always explain that, you know, you want to start with the basics first, as we've kind of alluded to in the beginning part of this podcast. But some of my favorite things to use um, are things like... um, adaptogenic herbs. And so there are some very specific ones that can help support the body in a very natural way, like ashwagandha uh, and rhodiola are two of the better researched and studied options that are available. Obviously, quality is important. Um, You don't want to just find the cheapest option on Amazon. And so, you know, whether or not you're taking ashwagandha, you know, throughout the day to help kind of support cortisol, 
Uh, remember, cortisol is that hormone that we all want to have in our bodies, but if we're stressed, it can sometimes spike and make it more challenging to fall asleep. Um, what I love about rhodiola is that it tends to be a, a more calming for most people, tends to be a calming adaptogenic herb. Again, something that's naturally occurring. Um, you know, products that I like, I, I really enjoy uh, Moon Juice. That's a, a company that's based out of California. They make some nice um, options, you know, some blends with several different types of adaptogenic herbs. But if you want to take a capsule, Gaia, G-A-I-A, is a nice quality brand um, that is pretty readily accessible. You don't have to go um, through a healthcare provider per se. But I do find that, you know, clients in, in many instances enjoy being able to go and pick something up at their local Whole Foods uh, or in a natural food store that they have locally. Um, other things that I really think are fantastic for supporting sleep or things like um, CBD oil. And and for many of you that are familiar with what this product is, it's derived typically from hemp or cannabis, and they take the THC piece out. So you're not worrying about uh, a psychotropic drug. Um, my favorite company that I've been using exclusively is Grown. So it's G-R-O-N. I have no affiliation with them. I just think their products are pretty incredible. And so they have synthesized um, CBD, uh, the same the same chemicals that you find in other types of plants. They've synthesized from a Southeast Asian pine tree and citrus peel. And so no concerns whatsoever for uh, potential exposure to THC. And, and I work in an area where there are a lot of people with security clearances. So that's a huge concern. One of the most common concerns I see in perimenopause and menopause is hair loss, hair breakage, hair shedding. And knowing that over 80 million Americans are impacted by this is both reassuring, but it's wonderful to know that there are products available that can help with these symptoms. Divi is good for those with hair shedding or thinning due to stress in perimenopause or menopause. They can be helpful for addressing dry scalp. And have you wanted to take control of your hair health but aren't sure where to start? This is where a Divi can be hugely impactful. I love their scalp serum. And we know that the scalp serum improves the appearance of breakage, nourishes our hair follicles, and removes product and oil buildup. There are some key ingredients, including tea tree oil, which works to reduce and prevent excess oil buildup on the scalp, amino acids that help to strengthen hair, fight frizz, which is my greatest concern, and reduce breakage, and copper tripeptide 1, which is a small protein composed of the three amino acids to facilitate a clean and hydrated scalp, as well as hyaluronic acid, which is nourishing and hydrating to our scalps. As I mentioned, Divi is not just for those experiencing hair loss. I have found it to be hugely helpful for scalp health and all of Divi's products, including their shampoos and conditioners, come together to create a full daily solution that helps women nourish their hair and get to the root of scalp health. Do you want to take back control of your hair and scalp health and do it with clean science-backed ingredients? Go to DiviOfficial.com slash Cynthia or enter Cynthia at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's D-I-V-I official.com slash Cynthia for 20% off your first order. As I mentioned, my favorite product is the scalp serum. And now that we're in the deep throes of winter weather, it is so wonderfully nourishing and moisturizing. At some point, we've all been sold a big 
fat lie. It's called the protein misconception. So starting in the 1980s, we all believed that more protein equated to more muscle growth. And I'm here to tell you it's a big misconception. This has a great deal to do that our body can only absorb protein that's broken down into smaller building blocks called amino acids. It doesn't matter if you're consuming 30 grams of protein or 300 grams of protein. If you don't have a sufficient supply of enzymes to digest the protein, your muscles will ultimately be unable to use these as vital building blocks. That's why it's crucial you take a high-quality digestive enzyme. The one I trust and use myself is called Masszymes by Bioptimizers. Masszymes is a full-spectrum enzyme formula with more protease than any other commercially available product. With five different forms of protease. Plus, it contains all the other key enzymes you need for optimal digestion. If you're experiencing bloating, gas, or digestive distress, a contributing factor can be that your body is no longer producing as much digestive enzymes. And you can try Masszymes today, risk-free. They have a 365-day full money-back guarantee and is the gold standard in the industry. Go to biooptimizers.com slash Cynthia. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash Cynthia and use promo code Cynthia10 for 10% off of any order. Again, that's promo code Cynthia10 for 10% off any order. As well as health care providers. So um, that's a great, a great option to help support sleep. And, and we know that, you know, based on study data that CBD oils will help again, kind of support cortisol synthesis. You know, another um, brand that I really like is Quicksilver Scientific. Um, you know, the big takeaway message is that their CBD products have gotten very popular. So obviously, quality is important. You'll hear me say that over and over and over again. So, you know, low quality um, CBD products may be ineffective. Um, and you just don't necessarily know what you're getting. So you want to be conscientious and and you certainly want to do your research and, you know, certainly discuss that with your healthcare provider if you're really struggling with sleep, because these things help but they aren't finding the root cause of why you're having trouble sleeping. Exactly. And sometimes they can be a Band-Aid to help us get mm-hmm. better sleep so that we can heal overall. Correct. I think we need to think about sleep from the time we wake up, not necessarily five minutes before we go to bed. So it's, exactly. it's really normalizing those cortisol rhythms and mm-hmm. doing things throughout the day to switch your body into that parasympathetic response, not just waiting until nighttime to do that. Um, and I think that you can do some very simple things, deep breathing throughout the day. That's a super easy way to switch into that parasympathetic response. Mm-hmm. And also using some essential oils throughout the day. I know that you and I both like Vibrant Blue essential oils. Their parasympathetic mm-hmm. blend works pretty well throughout the day and in the evening to kind of help calm down and shift out of that fight or flight stress mode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, certainly something to consider, you know, I I feel, you know, really fervently and strongly that, um, you know, while we're figuring out what the root cause of the trouble sleeping is, um, we need to exist, uh, and we need to be able to function. And um, I know that I have probably on social media have alluded to this a lot that, uh, you know, I'm in the midst of um, some gut, 
healing that's going on. And and for me personally, when when my things are disrupted in my gut, if I have pathogens that don't belong there, it really impacts my sleep in a negative way. So I had, you know, a heck of a time this summer during a parasite protocol and then got food poisoning while in Toronto. Um, so I'm now working through another protocol and my sleep has been not consistent over the past month. And I started integrating, I do all my normal tricks and tips, uh, but integrated some CBD tincture or drops. Um, and I take some before bed. And then if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'll take more just because I, I, I've got to get some sleep. I can't have multiple days where I'm not sleeping well. But, um, you know, really worth mentioning um, also are things like, um, I know we've touched on magnesium, that's certainly huge. Um, I love that you mentioned the essential oils, because that can be really beneficial. But also thinking about like amino acids, things like um, GABA, we know GABA is one of those neurotransmitters that is designed to be a calming neurotransmitter. So sometimes clients will have um, great luck with integrating, you know, liposomal um, GABA. So just, you know, transdermally where it's absorbed through the skin. Um, but GABA is one of those neurotransmitters that's really intricately involved in um, becoming, you know, feeling that sensation of calm and, and, you know, kind of rest and repose, you know, getting our bodies kind of conditioned to be ready for sleep. But all these hormones that we touch on melatonin, serotonin, cortisol, GABA, um, which obviously is a neurotransmitter, they're all intricately involved. So if they're disrupted, it makes it a whole lot more challenging. And I'm finding and Kelly, I'm sure you're probably seeing this as well. Um, but, well, the last 24 hours is certainly not a good example here in Washington, D.C. It was 70 degrees, but um, when it was really cold the week before, I mean, no one wants to be outside, so we're not getting any sun exposure. And I would really, really encourage um, people that are listening to make sure they're even in the cold weather that they're getting some sun exposure to kind of stimulate that circadian rhythm, you know, help blunt um, and support some of the hormones that are, you know, intricately involved in that sleep-wake cycle because it's so important. Have you guys heard about a bioactive whole food on the market with 5,000 published research studies backing it? When my oldest son needed to go on antibiotics a few months ago, I discovered Armra Colostrum and the benefits for him and his recovery from being on antibiotics have been instrumental in me now recommending this to my dairy non-sensitive patients and clients. Armra's colostrum strengthens immunity, ignites metabolism, fortifies gut health, promotes hair growth and skin radiance, and powers fitness performance and recovery. My son has mentioned to me over and over again how great his gut feels, how he has improved his digestion and gut function as well. Colostrum is a rich, exclusive source of immunoglobulins or antibodies that optimize our immune defense even during cold and flu season. And we know that mucosal barriers house over 80% of our body's immune cells, including including the antibodies IgG and SIG-A. And these immunoglobulins bind and intercept harmful particles like viruses, bacteria, and toxins, blocking them from crossing into the barriers into our bloodstream. And armrest colostrum contains the highest levels of SIG-A and IgG to ensure your most fortified first line of protection. It's sustainably sourced. And it's important to know that you want to mix colostrum only with cold liquids or foods or dry scoop it into your mouth. This is also great for the oral microbiome. And we've worked out a special offer for my everyday wellness community where you can receive 15% off your first order. Go to try 
armra.com slash Cynthia15 or enter Cynthia15 to get 15% off your first order. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash Cynthia15. You definitely want to check it out. Today's podcast is sponsored by NutriSense. It combines cutting edge technology and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different types of nutrition, stress, exercise, sleep, and where you are in your menstrual cycle in real time. And by pairing a continuous glucose monitor with their app and expert nutritional guidance, NutriSense can help you reach your health goals. And the best part is it's not just a program where they send you the CGM and you have to figure it out on your own. Each subscription plan includes one month of free expert nutritionist support. Your nutritionist will work with you one-on-one interpreting your data and providing customized advice to help you reach your health goals. The last time I had my CGM on, my registered dietitian and I troubleshooted over some specific concerns that I had. And whether you're aiming to lose weight, stabilize your energy, or just feel better overall, NutriSense offers the guidance and support you need. And lasting sustainable change takes time and can be achieved through a longer term subscription. That's why I encourage my patients and clients to consider three, six, or 12-month subscriptions where it's actually less expensive and allows you to not only achieve your goals, but also to ensure that you stick to your healthy lifestyle for the long term. As I've mentioned before, I have found the CGMs I have used through NutriSense to be incredibly insightful, specifically to carbohydrate tolerance. I would not have known that plantains spiked my blood sugar without this information. It's also been hugely helpful for tailoring to workouts and sleep quality. And so for me, even though I am metabolically healthy, I find the insights to be particularly helpful to tailor my lifestyle changes to my blood sugar. Visit NutriSense.io slash EWP and use the code EWP for $30 off plus one month of free nutritionist support. Be sure to let them know you're a listener of the Everyday Wellness Podcast when they ask you how you heard about them. This is one of my favorite ways to take care of my health and one of my top recommendations for all of my patients and clients. It is so important. I also think that we can think about other things that we can do during the day um, Mm -hmm. or right before bed. So for example, I've been using an infrared sauna a few Mm -hmm. times a week and I've noticed a huge shift in my sleep. And I think that happens for a number of reasons, in part because I get such a good parasympathetic response Mm -hmm. after the sauna that I think it just sort of continues on throughout the day and into the evening, but it's it's made a huge difference in my sleep. Mm-hmm. And I think you can, you can do the near infrared or the far infrared or some combination of both. You can, there are places popping up all over that offer sauna services as part of wellness studios and spas and that sort of thing, but you can also set one up in your home uh, using just the... Uh, infrared lights fairly Mm -hmm. simply and easily so there's just I think what we're trying to say overall is that there are a lot of different things that you can do and one way is probably not going to be a magic silver bullet but when you combine a lot of these things in addition to getting to the root cause 
it can be very useful. I think one other thing we should mention is the potential for side effects from medications. Some medication side effects are to disrupt sleep, unfortunately. Um, some medications do make us sleepy, but perhaps it's at inopportune times or sleepy during the day, or if we take a nap during the day, that could detrimentally affect our sleep cycle if, if we get into the habit of doing that. So that's also something else to consider as you're going through a checklist, trying to figure out what things you can do to improve your sleep, look at any medications that you're taking and see if sleep disruptions might be a side effect. And that's a really good point. You know, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of stimulants that are in our lives for, for good or for good or or not so good. But, um, you know, considering that there are things we're taking that could be negatively impacting our sleep. You know, another piece that I think is really important is how many of my uh, female clients will tell me that they get up at night to pee. And I'm like, mm. really, after six o'clock at night, if you're waking multiple times at night, it's, it, you know, just kind of limit the amount of fluid you're consuming. I mean, sometimes we're just thirsty, and I'm not advocating that you dehydrate yourself, but try to get the bulk of your water in, you know, half your body weight in ounces of water daily at a minimum. And certainly with the heat being on, you want to get that that minimum in. But just being cognizant of the fact that um, if you're drinking a lot of fluids before bed and you're getting up multiple times at night to urinate, um, that will disrupt your sleep. And if you can change that, I mean, that's huge. Um, I also find that people think it's really innocent to have a cup of tea in the middle of the afternoon or um, chocolate or you know anything that can be stimulating coffee or coffee drink. Uh, and they just don't realize that they're undermining their ability to fall asleep. Now, I, I do also have clients that will have a cup of coffee before bed, and they insist they have no trouble sleeping. I find that incredible. But um, maybe they're impervious to the impact of caffeine. But nonetheless, you know, I definitely some right? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, just thinking about the fact that, um, you know, that could certainly be playing a role in why you're having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep for that matter. Yeah, and I think it's important to talk to your healthcare providers about this. Too often we kind of discount the importance of sleep or don't want to bother the healthcare provider in bringing it up, but in fact it could be driving lack of sleep could be driving a lot of hormonal dysregulation and other problems mm-hmm. going on in your system. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think that, you know, sleep is but the tip of the iceberg in many ways. Um, it's a reflection of what's going on with us, you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And um, if you're not getting good quality sleep, you need to be really digging deep to find out why that is the case. Um, I find that sometimes we're not as honest with ourselves. You know, it could be something as simple as you're stressed about something. And maybe during the day, you're you're not, you're not aware of it. But you, um, when you're at sleep, your mind is just racing. So making sure you're really um, being honest and forthright with yourself about issues that maybe um, are below the surface, but are bothering you or concerning you. Absolutely. And we'll put some resources in the notes section of this podcast. Uh, A great book is called Lights Out. Have you read that one, Cynthia? I have not. I have not. Yeah, it talks about the impact of light on sleep, and it goes into touch on some other topics that we've talked about here, too. But it it goes back to what you were saying about getting up to pee in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the activity, but if you have a seemingly innocent nightlight plugged in, or there's light coming from some other area of your house or a street light outside, then that could just be enough to stimulate your body and kind of shift you out of that sleep mode. 
So we we hope that these tips, both the more behaviorally focused tips in our first segment and the second segment, which added some supplements and other things that you can try, can help you to achieve and maintain better sleep. Because as we've said before, and you'll hear us say again, sleep is so foundational for health. Absolutely. And if you don't think it's important, <laughs> let me assure you, I have many, many clients that, you know, as we work together, we recognize that it's so underrated. And as I'd say over and over and over again, we don't get a badge of honor if we don't get enough sleep. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find out more about Cynthia and her work at chtwellness.com. And you can find out more about Kelly and her work at everydaytherapist.com. In addition, if you have questions for us or topics you'd like us to address, please email us at everydaywellnesspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be well. Not at all. Just as you carefully choose the cut of meat or freshness of produce that you cook at home, you should carefully choose chemical-free cookware that provides a healthy and safe cooking experience. The materials in 360 cookware are safe, sustainable, and of the highest quality. Their cookware is 100% free from any toxic chemicals as the company produces quality stainless steel cookware and bakeware without added chemicals, and all are manufactured in the United States. It's also the leading manufacturer that equips kitchens with cookware and bakeware that are free of all of the toxic chemicals and coatings, including PFAS, Teflon, and ceramic. And the best thing is that when used properly, the product's construction provides nonstick properties in a product that can be passed down through generations. Go to www.360cookware.com and use code CYNTHIA20 for 20% off your first order. Again, that's 360cookware.com and use code CYNTHIA20 for 20% off your first order. We've been using their products over the last several months and have really been pleased with not only the durability, but ease of cleanliness.